It's Optimism Wednesday, but I'm not feeling very optimistic after listening to Frank Reich talk about his Indianapolis Colts and the culture that has been built within the Indianapolis Colts. Because you cannot win with that culture. You cannot win with a culture of scapegoating, a lack of public, honest accountability, and a cloudy mirror one of those odd mirrors that all of a sudden makes you look like you're 35 when you're 50. You can't win like that. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about where this team is, what kind of team has been built, and what needs to be tweaked or completely eradicated in order for this team to function well in the NFL and actually win games. We're going to talk about all that. It's an unpleasant conversation. i got to tell you the truth. I don't enjoy having it. I like to watch the Colts and think, you know what? By God, this team's going to win games. we got a shot to go to the Super Bowl. We're going to play in February. That's really fun. To talk about a critical failure of leadership is unpleasant for me. I've worked for great leaders. I've worked for poor leaders. I've been, I think, a good leader, and I've been a less than good leader. i got to tell you the truth. There have been situations where I learned something about leadership through my own inadequacy. And I think that that's what Frank Reich is going through right now, and the decision he made yesterday, a critical part of that learning process. This, and we're going to talk about Bill Self and the IARP of the NCAA. What the hell is going on with these people? At any rate, this is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling for Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to BUSR.com slash Kent. Make an initial deposit. Your sign-up bonus, 150% of that initial deposit up to $2,500. How about that? Hit the subscribe button because, listen, next week we're giving away an autographed Jonathan Taylor jersey. How about that action? Yeah. So subscribe. Like the video. Ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Frank Reich had some things to say to the media today, and good for the media for asking some tough questions. He was asked about scapegoating Marcus Brady, and he said, that's really unfortunate. That falls on me. We are all responsible. Had to make the decision that was best for the team. Did he make the decision that was best for the team, or did he make the decision that was best for him? You've got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and make the determination, would this team be better off without me, or... Would this team be better off without Marcus Brady? And if you fall on Marcus Brady and you have to shove him in front of a train, you better damn well be right and you better damn well not do it to save your own ass. It cannot be about survival. 
Firing people is too big a deal to be wrong about it and err on the side of self-preservation rather than what's good for the team. We've seen this happen before. We've seen it happen a million times. And the part of this that a lot of coaches just don't get, NFL coaches, college coaches, coaches of any kind whose programs or franchises are supported by public enthusiasms that are quantified by cash. You've got to understand that you need to be honest. And as you tell people why somebody was fired, you can't just issue platitudes. You can't. You can't stand up in front of people and say, you know, Marcus Brady is a really good coach. And he, uh, boy, he ran a hell of a meeting. That was one of his, his big responsibilities was running the meeting. Did a great job at that. And he is going to bounce back from this, and he's going to achieve great success. What the hell are you talking about? You know, uh, Eric Scott, thank you very much for the donation. I appreciate it. Buy houses. There you saw his, his business. At any rate, you can't just stand in front of people and give a CV, a resume, for the person you just dispatched and ex- expect people to understand what the hell happened. And it's important for us to understand what happened. Not the media. The media is the conduit to you, fans. That's what the media does. The media sits there in their, their little chairs, and they ask questions of Frank Reich that they think you want to have answered. So that's what happened today. They ask about the, the perspective people have that there's been scapegoating. Frank Reich says, that's really unfortunate that falls on me. Well, I think it should fall on Frank Reich. I think ultimately, thank you, Thomas, I, I appreciate it. Who's next on the firing block? A couple of weeks, maybe Chris Strasser. Although Frank Reich gave the dreaded you know, seal of approval to Chris Strasser's work over the last couple of weeks because the protection's been better at the running back has been better, but it may be Frank Reich himself because Jim Ursay might be up to here. You got to tell us what's what, or we lose trust. And when we lose trust, and I'm talking about fans, not the media, although the media is a part of it too, and the media loses trust in this town, all is lost. But if, if you lose the trust of fans, if they don't believe they can go to you and hear from you and believe what you're telling them, then you cannot build expectations, you cannot build hope. And when the ticket people call and they say, hey, would you like to renew your season tickets? People are going to say, get bent. Are you out of your mind? You people lie to me at every turn. You fire a guy, we don't even know what the hell he did as the offensive coordinator. Frank Reich said, uh, play calling's my deal. The first 15 plays, my deal. All right, how's that worked out? I know the first four years, and this is another problem with Frank Reich today and last week, he's starting to credential himself. Weak coaches credential themselves. Hey, look, we know what we're doing. What did he say? Um, he said, oh, this, holy cow, I'll get to that in a minute. But he said, uh, we know what we're doing. Really? We, for four years, opening drives went really well. Yes. And then somebody figured it out. 
and now first drives are not going well. That doesn't mean you knew what you were doing four years ago, David. We all know uh, Frank scapegoated uh, Brady. Of course he did. What that you knew four years doesn't mean that you know now. It means that the league has caught up with your ass and they have figured out what you do on those first 15 plays and they're stopping it. This isn't like some roll of the dice. This isn't a roulette table where all of a sudden defenses are are putting their chips on the right number. They figured you out. So now what? Now what do you do? Or your offensive line sucks and they can't block and so what the hell what the hell's it matter what the first 15 plays are anyway. This thing is like a parade going to no, it's it's like a parade that's marching down a street that ends at a river but the parade just keeps going through the river and despite the fact that everybody in the parade is wet and the water's rising they're still smiling and waving at people. You you can't have that. You have to have some kind of sense of who you are and what you are and that dogma isn't physics. You need to change your dogma, and Frank Reich hasn't. Frank Reich, you know what? In 2018, he was pretty damn good, right? That doesn't mean you're, you're good in 2022. That you were smart five years ago doesn't mean that you're smart today. That's not the way it works. Chris Atkinson, thank you very much. I appreciate it. At some point, you got to tell the truth or people will never believe anything that you say. And we are there with Frank Reich. And that is why his time should be up. You have got to make a move because players are not going to vibe with a guy who constantly, you know, blows kisses to him. That's not the way it works. You have got to be demanding. Here's one thing I want to know. Here's a good question. And the only people who can answer this question are the people who will not answer this question. And they are the former players. Look, we all know what the story is with Andrew Luck, right? What's the story with Anthony Costanzo? What's the story with Philip Rivers? What's the story with Jack Doyle? And why did Naheem Hines, we have reason to believe, ask for a trade from the Indianapolis Colts. Reich would not confirm or deny, which, what's that mean to you, right? He would absolutely deny that Naheem Hines asked to be traded if Naheem Hines didn't ask to be traded. So Naheem Hines is gone. Jack Doyle's gone. Anthony Costanzo's gone. Phillip Rivers is gone. 20, 21, 22. That's four guys in uh, two and a half years. Just a, a little bit under three years. And then, Andrew Luck, why are people leaving? Is it that there's been a physical toll taken? Do they no longer love the game? Do they no longer vibe with the leadership? I don't know, but that is a hell of a good question. These guys, it's not like they were at the end. It's not like Dick Butkus, like the rampaging beast playing on one leg. Jack Doyle was still good. Anthony Costanzo was still good. Phillip Rivers was still good. Not good enough to beat Buffalo and Buffalo in the first round of the playoffs, but still good. Andrew Luck looked like he was the, he was the best he had ever been in 2018 statistically. And he retires? Why? 
These are all good questions. I'm not saying that the answer damns Frank Reich, but maybe it does. We don't know because nobody tells us the damn truth. So how do we know? You've got to tell people the truth, at least some of the time, or they're going to doubt everything. You can't tell people, it can't be just vagaries and platitudes, whether you're dealing with your team or the media or fans or whomever. You can't. Sometimes the news is bad. We're adults. We take bad news pretty well. And this isn't bad news. For Marcus Brady, yesterday was a bad day. For Naheem Hines, yesterday was a really good day. Right? You know, for Zach, coming in for Buffalo, I think he probably had a few moments of self-examination while he was on the plane. And, and he was wondering, sheesh, what I do to deserve this? The Colts continue to paint themselves as this wonderful village atop a, 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 a beautiful hill. They're not. You're three, four, and one. So get to work and reinvent yourselves. Don't tell us how great you are, what you know, what you did the last four years. Tell us what you're going to do Sunday against the Patriots to beat Bill Belichick's ass. And if you can't do that, pack a bag. The NCAA. So the NCAA, we're going to move on because I'm getting mad. (laughs) They've got this thing called the IARP. So they're looking into Kansas because of shit that happened in 2017. Bill Self was suspended today for the first four games of the year by Kansas voluntarily. They self-imposed this punishment. The IARP is going to come down with its, uh, its findings soon, I would imagine, although it's been quite a while. This it has been a delayed process. At any rate, Self, gone for four days, the, the violations that he's being accused are are no longer violations, and the IARP is being disbanded after ruling on two cases. One, they found that uh, Penny Hardaway did nothing wrong in the James Wiseman recruiting, and they uh, are, are now about to rule on Kansas, and then the whole thing's going away, and they're just getting out of the enforcement business because they're not good at it. So good for the NCAA. They should have done this 70 years ago. <laughs> but you know what? Good ideas come to some people late, and that's just fine. Uh, Indiana basketball tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Looking forward to seeing the freshman again, Malik Renew. And uh, Jalen hood Shafino looked really, really good uh, against Marion. And then we'll see if we get a little bit of a look at Tamar Bates. Will he be back tomorrow? How about Trace Jackson Davis? We'll find out. They don't need him to win. So why play him? Kind of Indiana football Saturday at Memorial Stadium against Penn State. Penn State 15th in the country that game at 3.30. This is Sean Clifford's final trip to Bloomington. It's his last go-round in the Big Ten. And uh, I think that IU Athletics is going to spring for a rocking chair given Sean Clifford's retirement from college football. I think he and Brad Davison are going to open a vitamin shop uh, for seniors. Not seniors in college, but senior citizens, because both those guys are ever creeping toward retirement age, and they want to do something with their NIL money. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. We're back at it. But you know what? I apologize. Uh, Yeah, no optimism this afternoon. This morning, a half-assed, 
admittedly a half-assed uh, attempt at optimism. My heart wasn't in it. I got to tell you the truth. Marcus Brady didn't do squat to deserve this. If he did, Frank Reich should tell us what it was. And it's that simple. Tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, Breakfast with Kent. Thanks for joining me. As always, next week, like I said, an autographed Jonathan Taylor jersey. So subscribe to what we do here. All right. Try not to be so outraged.